Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for us at keyword World Talk Radio. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. ready to pump your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio on the world's most popular power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. The Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and her sidekick, daughter, Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations of the globe in their information-packed Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew. In other segments, Cynthia interviews real-life trailblazers, authors, and experts with the courage and vision who show you how to build a road to fulfillment through their unique books and services. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll be informed and entertained. For your free lifestyle empowerment coaching session right here on the airwaves, turn up the volume, relax, sit back, and get ready to be inspired. Because Star Style, Be the Star You Are, starts right now. Well, it is hot, hot, hot. Hello, Power Partners, and welcome to radio's finest program of party time and positive book talk. Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are always excited to be your personal growth success coaches here on the airways with you. And it is summer, so we don't even have to pump our energy. It is just like oozing out of us. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very auspicious day today. It is seven seven eleven, so I'm sure the gambling tables are filled to the brim somewhere. And we do have a special guest coming up in segment two to help you with your abundance factor. If you saw the movie The Secret, you will remember the featured teacher, Bob Doyle, and he's going to speak about the law of attraction. His new book is Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power, and of course, Heather and I live this. In our third segment, we are going to discuss love and chemistry, and of course, what does love have to do with it? And coming right up here is Heather's Health Quarter and our T for Two segment, and we are doing a sunscreening. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by our new website specifically for young people called Express Yourself where the young at heart are invited to upload their creative works for publication, go to www.btsya.com. That's B as in boy, T as in Tom, S as in Sam, Y as in yellow, and A as in apple.com, btsya.com. And this miracle moment from Frank Lloyd Wright. Study nature, love nature, stay close to nature. It will never fail you. Well, with summer finally here, I am truly enjoying nature and the garden, as I know you love being out there too, Heather, and you're at yes, the beach, ma'am. and you have been uh, kayaking and doing all that fun thing. Well, this week, I have had the privilege of working with clients, providing some gardening advice. I love being the garden guru, and in so doing, I get to experience the sunshine and, of course, being in the beauty of the outdoors, but with the temperatures in the 90s and the 100s, 
we do have to remember to protect that largest organ on our body, our skin. And long gone are the days of sunbathing drenched in baby oil and holding up foil so you would get that ultimate tan or probably burn. But embracing the sun's warming rays is a good thing as long as we know how to shield ourselves from the ill effects. So there are state-of-the-art sunblocks out there, which are your first layer of protection. But which ones are the best for you? Do you need higher numbers of SPCF? What uh, SPF? What does it mean? There's a lot of fallacies surrounding sunscreens. So Heather, our health professional, is going to do a sunscreen test for us today. So Heather, what are the differences in sunscreen? And let's tell our listeners, what do we have to start looking for? Yeah, well, definitely. And a little bit of sun is good always. It makes you feel better as well as the sun gives us that nutrient, vitamin D. And we all need that. You hear a lot about vitamin D deficiency. So even just getting 10 minutes a day of it can really just help your overall mood. Um, well, just, you know, kind of keep the body going. At the same time, even on a sunny day or even a very cloudy day, your body, that you are always exposed to UVB, um, UVB and UVA rays. So main thing is we always want to get that sunscreen on you. But comparing brands um, can be kind of difficult sometimes. And if we all know when we walk down an aisle of sunscreen, there's so many different choices. There's this, there's that, there's sports, there's young, there's old. So hopefully I can help you guys out a little bit with trying to fix the right one. So Yeah, because you, comes, we just nobody really seems to know it. Everything I'm reading these days, every time you pick up a magazine, there's something new out there. And, exactly. you know, is it a spray? Is it a brush? Does it have color in it? What, you know? So we really need some help. So thank you. Yeah, go exactly. to it. So maybe you know, it's really kind of picking the sunscreen that's going to be fit your lifestyle. So the first thing I would say, look at the SPF rating. And what that is, is that's a measure of the sunscreen's ability to prevent UVB rays from damaging the skin. And I'll go in a little bit later, but first UVB and UVA. Get a sunscreen that's going to protect you from both of them because just because it's SPF, um, there's a lot of underlying chemical factors that could mean that one is higher in protection um, of, U- of UVB rays but not UVA rays. Um, also, you know, make sure you know, the, the SPF number. And based on also saying, is it waterproof? Is it, you know, the oil, do you have, like, do, also depending on your skin type, are you the person that has super sensitive skin? Are you going to break out? Does it have an oil base? Are you going to be swimming? Is it waterproof? Would a spray work better for you? Also, um, evaluate the ingredients. Again, a lot of times uh, there could be chemicals in it or organic materials. Or, again, if you have those sensitive skin, make sure you know what you're putting onto your skin. Also, um, compare the brands with the additional UVB protection. As I was talking about, a lot of times um, things that just because something says it's higher in SPF doesn't really mean. I think we're, we're a lot kind of... We see something that says SPF 100. Oh, my gosh, that must be the best. But is it really? I mean, is it, there used to be a time when you really couldn't find anything uh, more than SPF 45. And people kind of have this misconception that if something's SPF 30, it must be twice as good as SPF 15, which is truly not the case. So as I said before, the SPF refers to the ability, excuse me, the ability of a sunscreen to block out ultraviolet B rays, and that's the UV, UV B rays. And those are usually what causes the sunburns. And UVA rays are what actually cause those deeper linked um, burns, such that they're going to cause uh, wrinkles as well as uh, more of a combination of the skin cancer. 
So the combination of the two is the measure of the time it would take for an individual to burn in the sun if they were not wearing sunscreen versus the time it would take with sunscreen. So SPF, just overall, as I said, just isn't a consumer-friendly thing because when you see a higher number, you're automatically going to think it's higher protection. And what it actually breaks down to is about an SPF 15 uh, blocks out about 94% of those ultraviolet B rays. And those are the So, Heather, ones. are you saying that really and truly an SPF 15 is usually good enough? I mean, it's usually I, I, enough. Exactly. And SPF 15 is going to prevent against 94% of those UVB rays. And if SPF, uh, an SPF 30 only covers about uh, 3% more, 97%. So it's really just kind of silly. It's all basically at 100% there. Um, and true, there is nothing that that is 100%. Um, it's more uh, finding those UVA ones. So finding a sunscreen that's going to protect against the UVA rays can kind of be more trickier. Um, but it's equally as important because, as I said, is that those UVA rays are the ones that go deeper into the skin, and they actually contribute to more wrinkles and more skin cancer risk. Um, for the most part, uh, almost all skin sunscreens should be are about 95% UV radiation um, protective. It's just you really have to be careful of what their additives are into it because a lot of sunscreens put in chemical filters to block out those EVA rays, and that kind of makes it only marginally protective. And, as again, those things could also, um, you know, break you out or be irritable to you, and you should also be really worry, uh, wary of anything that says all-day protection or, you know, instantly works. Or For the most part, sunscreens are only provide partial protection, and you well, need Heather, to I have a quick question them. when you say about the partial protection. What about a sunscreen that has both UVA and UVB protection? Perfect. That's exactly what you want, but nothing is never 100%. And that's why you're going to be out in the sun. You know, hats, glasses are all... The skin really should not be so prominently exposed all the time. That The, the pigments and, and... And that's actually something, you know, a good, healthy... There's kind of many misconceptions, many thoughts, you know, that actually, you know, a good, I know for myself, I feel, quote, unquote, healthier when I'm tan. I feel I look, I look healthier. I feel better. Um, I feel when I'm not in the sun and I'm pale, I look sickly. But actually, with my skin being lighter and that could, is actually more healthy for that. Because um, what the potentially is, you know, the melatonin skin, the melanoma is actually the most serious form of skin cancer. And if it's recognized and treated early, it's almost nearly always curable. Um, however, it is the most deadliest of the, of the skin cancers when it gets most advanced. So that's always something when you're out in the sun to have on, you know, I said, you know, at least in the STS-15, if people feel, you know, they're forgetful about it or in the, in the wintertime when we're not thinking about the sun, a lot of times for women, I know all my makeup has it incorporated into it. So that way I'm always getting it on my face. Right, um, and I, that's what I wanted to ask you about is there are a lot of, like, morning creams that you put on that have the an SPF of 15 or something in it, or there's makeup that has it. Are those mm-hmm. uh, good for our skins as well? I mean, does it matter yes, on the plan? Yeah, and, def- and that's something, you know, prior to if people aren't you – know, and nowadays, there's just no really excuse not to be wearing it every day. Of, of even just basic face lotions are including it in now as an extra seller of oh, it has SPF protection in it. 
I say always go for it, especially I know how I have really sensitive skin. So if I'm putting on a face lotion and putting on a suntan block and then putting on makeup, I'm just going to break out. So kind of following that all in one. And they make actually sometimes you know, like a tinted lotion um, for your face that has SPF in it. So that that way you're getting kind of a natural look. It's not going to be greasy and you're still getting sun protection, um, especially your face is the most exposed. And that's usually where we see a lot of that sun damage, you know, the wrinkling, uh, you know, the chapping of the lips. Those are all, you know, some factors. And that's something, too, really to think about um, of, in the summertime of freckles and mold. Uh, always keep an eye on them. This special thing of a lot of times are just benign. They, they mean nothing. You know, they're, they're growing. But keep an eye on it. I, I went to a doctor a couple years ago to get some moles um, checked out because they had, in my mind, looked darker and looked bigger. And he looked at them and he said they looked fine. But to what to do um, is a lot of times we forget the things that are on our body is to take a Polaroid or have someone take pictures of, of you, of the mold, and then, you know, just kind of every couple of months reflect on that, you know, looking at the mold and then looking at these pictures and seeing if they've darkened and seeing if they've grown. Uh, just if it's gotten darker grown doesn't necessarily mean cancer, um, but it's good to keep an eye on that and keep up with that. And a lot of times it's just a healthier thing to just have them removed. Sometimes the scars are just about the size of the mole, and it's better to get these things taken care of now versus later on in life when it really could. Skin cancer, it, though it may seem, you know, just on the skin, like all skin, like all cancers, it can spread throughout the entire body. So it's really important to just put on, you know, the, that daily amount and a lot of times in those spots that people aren't thinking about um, your lips make sure if you're wearing a chapstick nothing and oil based make sure you have some form of SPF in that I've gotten some horrific sunburns um, not even just you know wearing regular glossy chapstick your feet that's a big thing in the summertime making sure you're getting your feet your ears the back of your legs as well as your elbows those are the most exposed areas and people a lot of times we just don't think about it as well as your neck Women, I know out there, we worry about those wrinkles. If you start to notice the neck wrinkles as well as um, the skin in between the breastbones and on the chest, why over time those start to get more wrinkly is because those get so much sun exposure and people really don't put moisturizer as well as SPF on it. So, Well, and another uh, thing I wanted to say about, yeah. you know, driving your car is just remember whether your windows are up or down, there's sun coming in through your car. And that's why we so many men, you know, they call it the trucker's tan because they have one arm that is tanned to wherever their shirt ha- ends. So you do have to put it on. And, you know, something else I wanted to bring out because I was at a client's yesterday and um, as I was doing this consultation, their uh, young teenagers came out and they immediately were putting on sunscreen before they were going in the pool. And I thought, you know, isn't this great that if you're Mm -hmm. a parent and you start with your kids young, they just do it automatically now. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing for parents to know. So uh, we need to be wrapping it up. So give yeah. us a so final my, my one last little just tip thing, and, and this is especially I know ladies out there all know is everything has a shelf life. Um, just as they say, you know, health-wise of what, regarding makeups and foods and uh, an expiration date on it. So just as an overall sense is that usually if, you know, if you're using it every day, that bottle should probably be gone by the end of the summer. But a lot of times it's left over and we carry it on to the next summer. SPF technically only has about an 18-month shelf life. 
doesn't mean it's not effective anymore, but they really can't um, claim the same efficacy. It's going to fade over time, similar to medicine. So I say, you know, just try to use that bottle throughout the year. And when it comes around to the next time, throw that out, get a new one, just to make sure you're getting the most protection you can. Well, the most important thing is to be safe and that when you're safe, you're happy and your moods will soar. So we do need our sunshine. We do need our vitamin D, but we have to protect our skin. So give out the websites, please. Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYourAre.org, BeTheStarYourAre.com, as well as CarmenClutches.com, both with a K. And when we return from break, we're going to bust the myths surrounding the law of attraction and give you a way to seek the positive possibilities. With featured teacher from the film The Secret, Bob Doyle will be joining us. His new book is, I love the title, Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power, and we will find our power. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Bittney. And this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We're going to have a secret for you. you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market be the star you are light up the flame that burns get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org. All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Now, back to the show with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, sincere gratitude for staying tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, and don't you just love that song? Frankie Lane, the famed Frankie Lane, wrote it for us, for Be The Star You Are, and I am so thrilled about that. I'm also so honored to be your guide on the site every week here since 1998. The program is made possible under the auspices of the literacy and positive media charity, Be The Star You Are, and right now, Operation Disaster Relief needs your support to help the 262 classrooms 
that were destroyed in the tornadoes in Joplin, Missouri. The the school district has asked Be the Star You Are to help them get books into the hands of children before school starts in September. So a donation to Be the Star You Are of only ninety nine dollars will supply twenty eight books valued at five hundred dollars or more. And of course, you can make a donation of any amount. And you can pay by PayPal. Just go to www.btsya.com. That is the site of the new teen site, Express Yourself, btsya.com. It's the initials for Be The Star You Are. And your donation, of course, is tax deductible. You'll be making a positive difference for the kids in Missouri. You'll be paying it forward. And I just want to personally thank you in advance for contributing now. And I want to thank all the people who have already donated, and especially the authors, Brooks Albrees and Diana Zimmerman, who have been an incredible help on this. I contacted them. I asked, and boy, did the Missouri people receive. This was awesome. Thank you. Well, the movie The Secret took the world by storm, and based on the law of attraction, it seemed that overnight experts everywhere appeared, you know, talking about wealth and how to bring abundance into your life. Bob Doyle was one of the featured teachers in the movie, and he has a new book called Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power, and it shows you how to pay attention, to follow your gut, to live in life, uh, your life in sync with the vibrations of the universe. It's simple, it's easy. Anyone can do it. Ask and you will receive for sure. Welcome, Bob, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you, Cynthia. I love the title of your show as well. I think we're saying the same things. We are saying the same thing. And I also, you know, I'm just one of these people that's all about passion and purpose and possibilities. So when I came across the title of your book, I went, woohoo! We are Yay. very connected. <laughs> well, terrific. I'm glad to hear that. Well, and of course, um, I, we love, you know, I love the secret and as the world love the secret, but a lot of the stuff was definitely misunderstood. And the one truth that jumps out to me when I, uh, when people talk about, you know, quote unquote the secret is that there really is no secret. The law of attraction is a universal law and it works whether we think it does or it doesn't work. And in, you know, whatever, it's working all the time, whether we're paying attention or not. So, in your book, Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power, you are dispelling some misconceptions, some myths about how people do attract. And what I thought would be helpful to our listeners is if you could tell us a little bit about your journey, how you arrived at uh, you know, living your passion and doing what you love because you followed your heart. But it wasn't always that exact case. So could you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. Just basically, I was uh, really miserable in all the career choices I made, all of which I thought were going to be a way for me to express myself creatively and really contribute my value, because I really believe deep down that's what we all are really craving, you know, especially in a career. We'd love to just do what, what comes to us naturally, what we love to do. And, uh, but so many of us aren't doing that. And I was flitting around from career to career. I went from radio to, uh, to computers and, you know, all sorts of things in between. And although there were elements of me that I could express in all of those things, it still wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And I was pretty clear that I needed to create a business of my own, um, something that I could be in creative control of and so on, and, and do the things I really love to do. But every time I tried to do something like that, I just failed miserably. I mean, I had all these I didn't know anything about business, and I would try things, and I would study, and I would, I would think I was doing the right things, but nothing was working. And I was getting so frustrated with it that that's when I started. I'm, a, I'm a, uh, traditionally a pretty mainstream guy. You know, my mother, my mother was a school teacher, and, you know, things like the law of attraction and creating your reality aren't 
aren't ideas that I'm just going to jump in. I mean, they were interesting to me, but I couldn't just dive fully in and believe them and, you know, put them to work. Well, they were a little bit too woo-woo. I mean, uh, so many people, when they talk about it, they talk about it in this metaphysical way, whereas you come more from a scientific, factual-based, you know, modality, which is good. It's good to be skeptical. Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's some, there's definitely some, some health to that. But then at the same time, a lot of us draw, are so skeptical that that's who we've become, and we just doubt everything. If it sounds better than what we're used to, it can't be true. And that's a lot of what we talk about in the book, and that's just called resistance. These are your limiting beliefs, the things that stop you from achieving all that you can achieve because you have some sort of belief that it's not attainable for you. And it can take so many different forms. And in my case, starting out, I wanted to make a lot of money. I wanted to find this career that I loved. But what I learned about myself after studying some of this more metaphysically-based information was that I had beliefs that were incongruent with having money. And Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter how much I desired it. And this is what I think the the whole basis of the secret is and what you're talking about in your book. If you you are... If you're holding on to your old concepts, you can't grow into the new ones. So one of the things you are talking about is, you know, creating a vision and then releasing the old concepts. Right. Well, first thing, you do have to create a vision. You have to know what you want. So many people truly aren't clear on that, or they go after things. They think they want the million dollars or the big house. So we take a lot of time in the book to try and reset you and say, look, what do you, forget what society has told you you should want. What do you really want? And then what is it that comes up for you belief-wise when you think about having it? And then that's all that limiting belief stuff. So we talk about different ways to release these limiting beliefs because they're actually energy, just like everything else in the universe. And you can, you can actually let them go, and they don't have to have an impact on you anymore. Well, this, is, this to me was the really imp- uh, important part of your book, too, because you talk about energy, how everything is energy. And that doesn't matter what it is, whether it's the table or a leaf or our thoughts. Everything yeah. is energy. And let's explore that a little bit more because, to me, that is the answer of how it is we can draw to us. You know, what we think about and talk about comes about, and that's really when... We're focused on it, and uh, your book goes into, you know, the importance of, of it being, you know, the good for all, et cetera, but it's energy. Talk about the energy. Yeah, so if everything in the universe is energy, which is pretty much agreed upon, you know, around physicists, quantum physicists, it's just pretty much common nature, atoms and so on, everything in the universe is energy, so that means there is no separateness because the air between us is, is also energy. So if we're all connected, that means that every, everything we do energetically is going to have some sort of impact basically throughout the universe at a quantum level. Now, that, that conversation can get pretty complicated, but it doesn't really, you don't really have to go that deep. If you can just understand that you are, con- you are connected to everything else and that when you have a thought or a feeling, you're sending a signal to the universe as to, and it's basically saying, this is what I'm allowing into my experience. So if you have a negative thought, you're allowing, you're, you're actually attracting more of that, more things that are in resonance, what we call resonance, which we go into depth in the book about what that means. Um, you know, and so, but if you can shift your, your overall vibration, that energy you're putting out there with your thoughts and beliefs and your visions and the things that inspire you into something that you truly do want, then you'll be in resonance with that, and those things are drawn to you. Well, and this is one of the reasons why the language, your self-talk is so important. Because if you're saying, you know, I'm so tired of being sick and tired, uh, <laughs> you're just going to get more of sick and tired because that's what you're putting out there. You're not putting out, I am healthy. Because what you talk about in Follow Your Passion and Find Your Power is to put it as if it's already happened to you. Be instead of 
become. So you be it now. So you are already healthy. And those are the words that you're giving out to the universe, and then that's what's going to resonate back. Right. If you if you can get into alignment with it. Now it's it's one of these things where if you say I'm healthy, but you're but the in, all the voices in your head say, what are you talking about? Look, you've got this condition, this condition, this condition, and you let those voices overtake you. You're not going to move anywhere like energetically. You're going to be stuck there. You're going to be thinking health, but then the voices in your head are going to are be going to be going to be talking louder. And that's where you learn about these release techniques we talk in the book to let those voices go. Basically, it, it, it those voices that energy it acts like a force field against what you want, literally. And when you can lower that force field, then you can allow what you want, but not before that. And that was the importance of talking about releasing the old concepts. Now, you, in the book, you have some other experts that you brought on board just to talk about some of their techniques. So let's, uh, you know, one of the ones was uh, from Carol uh, Look, and there's the tapping treatment, et cetera. Would you just give a couple of small release, small techniques that you like to talk about. I mean, again, we're talking about to Bob Dial and his book is Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power, and he has whole chapters on release techniques. But without releasing the negativity, you're not going to draw in the positivity. So what do you find to be one of the simple, simplest things that uh, someone could implement today? Well, learning these release techniques doesn't take very long. The ones I talk about in the book, I mean, you know, you could watch a video online and learn the, any of these techniques in just a matter of minutes and start using them. They're not very complicated. The gist is, you know, you're, you're inter, through these techniques, you're interacting with your body's energy system and changing basically the frequency you're putting out there. You can actually let go of negative emotions that you've, you know, that you've been carrying around for years and years and years. One of them that you mentioned from Carol Look is called EFT. It's not her process, but she's a very good practitioner. And so we brought her in to fully explain this whole tapping uh, therapy that you were talking about, which is based on Chinese acupuncture. So, and that can be learned in just a couple of minutes. The other one in the book was from Hale Dwoskin, also in The Secret, and his Sedona Method. And that's just a simple inquiry that you have with yourself, and it's just three short questions. Could I let this feeling go? Would I let this feeling go? And when? It's really no more complicated than that. But when you get into that upset, if you just ask yourself, you know, if I'm feeling like I'm not worthy of something or if I'm feeling I'm not deserving, you know, could I let that feeling, could I let that belief go? And just answer honestly, and then would I let that feeling go? Answer honestly, and then say when, and just watch what happens. It sounds so simple that nothing could possibly occur, but, but learning more about the Sedona Method or EFT is, is something that people could do very quickly and start working on, you know, in a matter of minutes. Well, you know what I find so interesting about the whole universal law of attraction just in general is that once you use these techniques that you were talking about in the book and releasing the old, you know, creating your vision, releasing the old concepts, really asking for what you want, listening to your to your intuition, being grateful, etc. It's amazing how fast things show up. But the key is, are you listening? Now, you talk about, I want to get to the intuition part, mm-hmm. is going with your gut because we get little messages, but we poo-poo them. You know, we'll say, oh, that sounds silly, or why would that person want to meet me? And I just know for me, when I started my radio show, it was one of those things that, you know, back in 98, I put it out there that uh, the some of the first guests, because I loved the Chicken Soup series at the time, and of course, you know, you know, you know, Jack and Mark and all those. And I was like, I really wanted to have them on the show. And it, I no sooner had put it out there than they called me. <laughs> and, you know, it was their publicist called me, I should say. So, I mean, it's like it's like um, it, things really happen when you're really clear of what you want. And you listen to the, you know, to 
the uh, the signs or you read the email or you see the billboard or you hear the words in the song. We're getting clues, but are we listening? Yeah, it's true. Most of us aren't listening. Uh, and like you say, we just poo-poo the ideas because they don't make any logical sense to us. But the thing that we have to remember is that we're talking about connecting with universal intelligence, the, the, the intelligence that created the entire universe and everything in it, way, way smarter than us, right? You know, we have access to that intelligence, but what we're trying to figure out the solution to a problem or whatever, and we're, if we're just using what's in our heads, our brain, our own personal experience, that's a very limited knowledge base. But if we know how to just put it kind of out there, put that re, uh, request, if you will, to, into the universe, which is through this visualization, all the stuff we talk in the book, then the universe instantly responds. And, and all you have to do is pay attention to what comes back. And I, for me, it was like if anything out of the ordinary showed up, that was something to pay attention to. If it was an unusual thought or a coincidental meeting or something, that was just don't judge it. Don't try to figure out how this is going to get you where you want to go. Just go with it and see what the universe is, is planning for you. Well, and something else that is really, really important that you bring out in Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power, we're talking to author Bob Doyle right now, is – don't worry about the outcome or how you're going to finance it. Somehow, if it's, you know, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen in the way it's supposed to happen. So we just have to, to go with it. And I thought that there's so many good examples of that, of, you know, how people win the lottery and then they lose the money. Or yeah. somebody, you give the example, which I loved, of how you had this, this vision that you wrote down. And it's important to get it out of your head and get it onto paper of your the dream house that you really wanted on the lake. But, you know, as it turns out, you actually didn't get that, but you got something better. Yes, yeah, something that was repre- that 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 visualization of that particular house was like the symbol of what it meant to have the home of my dreams. It didn't have to be that house, but when I thought of it, I could get into the feeling of all, you know, of just the security and the space and the, you know, everything associated with having this home. And and we we matched that perfectly. We matched that feeling perfectly, and even better with the house that we ended up in. Because I, as I think I say in the book, we found out later there were it had mold. problems and all sorts of other things. You know, so that house would not have been a match for us. But the universe matches what we're feeling, okay, more than what we're seeing. Yeah. See, and this is really powerful. Now, what about the naysayers? You know, there's always those people, and very often there are there's somebody that really loves us. You know, it's the mother, your father, or your spouse, a child, or somebody that is saying, "Oh my gosh, you could never do that. You can't have that. You don't deserve that." You know, the bottom line is is that we do deserve everything. We deserve it. So, how do we deal with these people who love us and we love them, but they are negative in our lives and they're bringing yeah. us down? We can't yeah, well, change them. Yeah. Well, first of all, you have to understand that it's their stuff, not your. You know, when they say that you can't do something, that's about their own beliefs and limitations. So just understand that anything they say about you has no truth whatsoever. It's simply this is their opinion based on their own, you know, limiting beliefs. So if they don't think you can do it. It's probably because they don't think they can do it or whatever, something along those lines. But the other thing is that you can't. You also can't go after changing somebody or making them see your point of view. You just have to be who you are. You know, you have to step powerfully into who you're being and show the world how it's improving your life, improving, making you a better you. You know, you have to, you have to make a decision with this whole, you know, uh, relationship thing. If, a, if you reach a point in a relationship where you are ready to bloom and, and flower and really be who you are, but the other person is holding you back and, you know, you get to the point where you're just being who you are and, and it's, you have to make a decision. You do have to make a decision. Am I going to live my life or am I going to live into the expectation of others? It's really, you know, that's, that's the part that doesn't always occur is so easy. But 
across the board, it's probably going to be better just to be true to who you are and see what happens. You don't know that the other person is going to react negatively in the long run. They may freak out along the way, but you never know what's going to happen. No, exactly. And this is something that I'm always telling everyone, too, is this is why we call it be the star you are. You have to sparkle and shine on your own. You have to be true to who your inner soul is. And when you live your life to that kind of resonance, then you're living to your highest potential. And what you seek is going to come to you and you're going to make the biggest difference in the world. So that's really, you know, that is the key is, is being true to who you are. It doesn't always mean you got to get rid of those people, but you just don't have to listen to them and you don't have to let them get into your energy field. That's right. And, and as you shine, you're going to attract more people to help you support you shine. So you will, so the impact of the people who are naysayers won't be as heavy. But when you and, start, you know, you're where you are. You've attracted those people up to this point. Now you're going to attract a whole new group. So, you know, you just be patient and wait for those people well, to come. Well, and s- something else that I, I, I always think is really important, because people, you hear this all the time. Well, gee, I did this. I did that. I followed everything that Bob said in his book, for example. And it's still not happening. Well, the I. The thought is, I mean, there is, there are no quick fixes, and we have to look at ourselves of what are our limited, limiting beliefs. And so, so many people. One thing you brought out is the importance of writing everything down, just getting it out of your head. So, I'd like you just to talk for a second about the fact that things. I mean, it could happen overnight, but things don't happen like immediately all the time. I mean, it's. It might be magic, but it also might not be. So it's something that we have to be aware and living in the moment and not, um, I guess I'm guessing I'm saying not putting a limitation on it or not making it all about money or not just making it all about bigger is best. Right. No, getting clear on what you, you know, again, the whole purpose of writing this book is to say, hey, look, get your focus off the stuff first because you need to understand what role this stuff is going to play in a life that is truly something you're in alignment with, something you really want to do. I mean, because then everything just flows naturally. The real, the real point of this book is that if you're living your passion, if you're truly living your passion without the resistance, all those voices in your head saying that you can't do this or you can't succeed in doing this, then the law of attraction is just going to work automatically because you're going to be in such this great space. You're going to feel abundant. You're going to feel prosperous because you're loving what you're doing, and there's nothing going on energetically saying, but you can only be this successful. You know, you, you're allowed to create a vision that, that has you doing what you love to do, making an incredible contribution to the world, and being abundant and being prosperous because, you know, through that prosperity, you can serve more people. You can play an even bigger game and be an even bigger version of who you are. But focusing on the money brings up all kinds of questions like, well, how am I going to get that money? And how am I going to, you know, but when you focus on just doing what you love and and getting rid of resistance, that's a lot easier. And just let the universe fill in all that. How is this going to happen and how much money is it going to be in all of that? Well, you offer a Wealth Beyond Reason program. And this is something that is, uh, is really a powerful program because it's really about what you're just saying right now. It really is about being abundant but loving who you are and where you are in in life. So tell us about your Wealth Beyond Reason program. The Wealth Beyond Reason program is is our it's our online curriculum in the law of attraction. It assumes you know nothing and walks you through the science of it, what it is, what it's not, dispels the myths kind of like we've been talking about. We talk about resistance, these beliefs, we give you, you know, we give you hours and hours of of processes to do with with this releasing. So you you mean you can hit it from every angle all your resistance. And then, you know, help you create a vision, that whole thing. It's basically to put you out, you know, into the world 
living a, a grand vision. And we've been doing that program for about 10 years. And that's how they, the, the producers of The Secret found me through that program. So it's a pretty well-established program. It speaks, you know, there's no woo-woo language. There's no metaphor. It's just for anybody where, from any background who wants to understand the workings of all this stuff without it being a new age or woo-woo conversation necessarily. I mean, it's fascinating. You know, it's outside the norm for sure. And you may have to sort of stretch your brain a little bit to, to really grasp some of it. But it, does, but it just depends on how deeply into the understanding you want to go. To get results with it only takes a vision and learning how to release. That's it. Well, and that's, I mean, and that is really the whole key of the whole, uh, of everything as far as the uh, law of attraction and finding the abundance. Well, let's give out your website. Gosh, I've been, I, I haven't even been paying attention. Justin, my sorry that I wasn't paying attention that it, we're at the end of the time. I'm having too much fun with you, Bob, because I'm really all about following passion, and I love what you what you are saying. Let's give out um, your website that you want people to go to, so they can get the um, the the wealth program, or they can find your book, follow your passion, find your power. Bob Doyle, which of the websites did, would you like to give out? I think probably right now the best one is the book. They can certainly learn more about me after that. It's followpassionfindpower.com. Well, that's easy enough. You can't get any easier than that. Well, Bob, thank you so much for being on the show, for following your passion, and for helping other people find their power by learning all the possibilities, by letting go and creating the vision and, and just, you know, keeping, keeping clear that we do deserve it. We are enough. We are enough. And that we can, when we resonate with the laws of the universe, the energy just flows. So, congratulations and thank you. And I hope we stay connected. Thanks, Cynthia. It was great. Thank you so much. So, this is Bob Doyle. And again, his, his other website is uh, wealthbeyondreason.com in case you want to check that out. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking about love and chemistry and what does love have to do with it. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I will be right back. Don't you dare go away. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to increase sales and have loyal clients and customers? The answer lies in focusing your complete attention on the client you are working with at the current moment. Be attentive and let the person know that you value their business and you want to give them complete satisfaction. Listen to their needs and respond with assurances of your expertise. Let your client know what you can do, how you will do it, in what time frame, how much it will cost, and of course also what you cannot do. Make the customer aware of their role in the success of the project and or of the sale that you have together by offering your professional opinion and always ask for their feedback. If you project a feeling of indifference, a prospect may decide just to go elsewhere. When you focus on your client, you will be able to control the selling process and gently guide your clients to enjoy the results of your relationship. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For a consultation in person by Skype or by phone, call 925-377-STAR 
or visit starstyle.us. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, I am so glad you are still here with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, and wasn't that a fantastic segment to really follow your passion and find your power with Bob Doyle from The Secret. I mean, it's such a, there are such simple tools and yet we resist so much. And I think that all of us know this intuitively, but so often we fight against it because our conscious our, and our subconscious gets involved and says, we have to do this, we have to do that. So pick up a copy of the book and, and let go. And while you're at it, you can pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are, which it talks about the same thing, um, and that was before the secret, but it was exciting that we talk about the same thing. Well, those who go searching for love only find their lovelessness, but the loveless never find love, and only the loving find love because they don't have to search for it. Now, that was a quote by D.H. Lawrence. And I have a colleague, um, Tina Tessina, who is a doctor, and she always she gives out these wonderful happiness tips. And, and uh, she was talking about love and chemistry, and it just made me feel that I needed to kind of pass on some of the tips that she was talking about that we deal with in our own lives. So what is a safe surrender to love? I mean, if, if you have been in love before and you've gotten hurt, you're aware of the joy and the beauty and the pleasure in being in love. But of course, the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth time around, you're afraid of making mistakes. You don't want to make the wrong decision. And even though you know on an inner level that living and loving by chemistry alone can be dangerous, many of us just equate really good chemistry with somebody with true love and bad chemistry with a lack of love. And then we have trouble knowing which is which. So one of the things that Tina in her years of counseling found is that she never did find an adult client who didn't know what chemistry was. I mean, it's like when you have that zinging, that butterfly feeling, that's the chemistry rush. It is that feeling of being in love. It's that high we experience when we get together with someone. And you know what? We're just mysteriously turned on. We don't know why, but we are. And when you talk to people like that, it it could be 
it doesn't matter how that love is, but in a romantic way, there's usually this a sexual turn-on love. And it, sometimes it's just lust, and it has nothing to do with love. It is totally bodily uh, body functions. So chemistry is usually the first thing that has to be present in order for a romantic relationship to develop or exist. And no one has the energy that the journey sometimes takes, you know, to try to get to that physical response. So you can be very good friends, so the, but is it going to develop into love? So the question is not whether chemistry exists, but whether it's the kind of chemistry that is going to produce a healthy relationship. A healthy chemistry in your relationship sustains itself through that whole initial dating phase while you and your partner are getting to know more about you, about each other. And the excitement of it, though, can overcome your ambivalence about introducing new romances to your friends and can help both of you to open up and to share your inner thoughts and even be more generous with your time and your possessions than you might be with somebody else who was new or somebody who was really a stranger. So you have to remember that chemistry can overpower the strangeness of being new to each other because it makes you feel close right away. And while this is helpful, it can have some pitfalls. If you let your chemistry lead you without really being in your heart and being conscious about it, because chemistry is so powerful. And if you focus on it too heavily, and that's whether or not you're excited about someone, you can really discount the real uh, possibilities of the kind of love that can grow slowly, such as a friendship that eventually becomes a lover and a very chemistry relationship. So there are several myths about chemistry that might trip you up on your way to developing a very long, solid, lasting relationship. And I'm going to share these uh, with you, and these are ones that Tina shared. Chemistry myth one is that Love happens instantly. You must be absolutely sure from the beginning, and you know when you find it, and chemistry is all you need. And this is just so not true. These are the ideas that are in the movies and TV and in the novels. And, you know, you you put on a film and you see people meeting. They lock eyes, and the next thing, you know, they're hopping into bed, and then they're married or whatever. This is a myth. It doesn't usually work well in real life. You need a lot more than chemistry to create love ever after. The chemistry myth, too, is that physical lust is the same as real love. And while love can include physical excitement, and it should, obviously, the more you get to know each other, the less exciting a physical attraction is. And I'm sure most of you who have been in relationships out there have had that experience of being really, really physically attracted to someone. But the more you got to know them, the more they started to disgust you. So it wasn't, the physical lust was not the same as being in love. You were just fooling yourself. The chemistry myth number three is you can fall in love with someone you are not immediately excited about. And sometimes love grows slowly as you get to know someone. And falling in love with the character, the lovingness, the personality, the honor, the strength is quite different from falling in love with the outer person which is just the physical appearance, the beauty, the style, you know, the dress. So you can fall in love over time. And, I mean, I do know, you know, we've, knock on wood, in my family, we've never had any divorces from grandparents, aunts, uncles, parents, my brothers and sisters. All of us have been married a very long time. But my grandparents, for example, it was a 
um, a matched marriage between parents, and they didn't even know each other, and it was really tough in the beginning. They not only did they not have chemistry, there was definitely no love. But over time, it grew, and uh, it was interesting to watch that blossom as as they got into their very, very, very old age. The chemistry myth four is you cannot fall in love with an old friend. Now that's not true either. Sometimes you get to see an old friend in a new light, and suddenly there's chemistry. Suddenly there's excitement. Suddenly there's a physical response, and desire can grow where there used to be only friendship. Or maybe something else has changed in life, and that friendship really does develop into a romantic a, a romantic liaison. Now, the chemistry myth number five is relief is the same as love. And when you're lonely or hurt or grieving, just having any attention from a lover feels so good that it relieves you that internal pressure so much. And you confuse it with love. So you've got to be careful there that although this kind of support can add depth to your love, that's neediness and that is not love. And chemistry myth six is if I'm excited, it must be love. And this is the person that must be good for you. Hey, be really careful when you're just turned on. It clouds your thinking. It's possible to get turned on to someone who is not good for you, who is really bad for you. And, you know, they could become violent or they could be addictive or, or they could be destructive. So just because you feel this chemistry, do not just rush into a relationship. So without judgment, unexamined natural attraction can lead to problems. And chemistry alone does not evaluate whether... An attraction to a person is sensible or it is just simply giving you signals. So for these reasons, it's necessary to think really clearly about your sexual responses and to make sure you are choosing partners with whom success is possible and with whom a commitment is worthwhile because you want to have a long-term commitment. You don't want to just rush into something and then regret it later on and I wish you success in your search for love and be careful of just falling into chemistry so remember that chemistry and love are different and always ask what does love have to do with it I just want to remind you once again that we are doing the operation disaster relief and you can go to www.btsya.com and if you make a donation, you can help the schools in Missouri and also the hospitals in Missouri. So for the past two weeks, we have been shipping books to the Joplin, Missouri's hospital and schools, trying to gear them up for September. A donation of any amount is appreciated, but a donation of $99 will actually get them a full case of books, which is great, btsya.com. And while you're there, check out Express Yourself, the new site for the young at heart, to get your works published. Feel free to send in art, music, videos, photography, creative writing, book reviews, uh, technology reviews, movie reviews, everything will go through a teen screening, and then it will be uploaded. So I want to thank you so much for being great listeners. Thank you to my World Talk radio team for making us look good, sound good, and be good every week. And we are, Heather and I are very happy to be with you weekly here on the show. And Heather likes bringing you all the, de- the health tips. And I love bringing you the fabulous authors. And then contributing to your personal growth and to your success through different books and uh, advice. We hope that you're having fun. 
and that you are living your dreams and following your heart and bringing abundance into your life. For more information about Star Style or if you want to book a consultation or a coaching with me for acting, writing, presentation, or life challenges, go to starstyle.us or call 925-377-STAR. Again, for the charity, go to btsya.com. May there be peace within you today, and may you trust your highest power that you're exactly where you're meant to be. Don't forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith. Use the gifts that you've been given and pass on the love. Let the present settle into your bones and let your soul dance and sing and bask in the sun. And as you go out into the day-to-day, always remember that no one's ever walked this earth with your exact combination of inborn and acquired strengths, weeks, Weaknesses, skills, talents, or experiences, you really are one of a kind. You are you. You have the power to love yourself and be the person you were meant to be. So become the star of your own life by being the star of your own life. You already are a star. Take a look in the mirror and admire yourself. You truly are a wonder of creation. We hope that we have encouraged, inspired, and informed, and motivated you. And we hope that you will pick up a book and read it. I am the author of Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul. Be the star you are. Be the star you are for teens. Miracle moments in the business of show business. So until next week when we celebrate once again, my name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we encourage you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful summer. Wear sunscreen. We love you. And thanks for joining us. We'll talk next week. Thank you for being part of our star galaxy on today's episode of Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We hope you've enjoyed the commentary and are motivated to dream big, overcome obstacles, and realize your potential. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. Join our power party next week right here on World Talk Radio as Cynthia Bryan, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers of the planet pump up the energy with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until then... Be the star you are. You.